When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Paediatric Research Podcast. I'm Kerry Smith. On this show, Diagnosis by Computer. How would you react if you took your sick child to the hospital emergency room and a computer programme was helping to churn out the right diagnoses? Getting the right diagnosis is crucial, especially in the US where doctors can be sued for wrong decisions. For decades, doctors have been trying to use computerised support. But current systems often just give a yes or no answer, and medicine is often not so clear-cut. A team in Hanover, Germany, reported a new system in the journal Paediatric Research this month. I called author Lorenz Griggle to hear more. He started by telling me how it differs from the previous yes-no models. It's a combination of three mathematical ideas uh, called data mining uh, uh, techniques. So... For example, one idea, one method is called fuzzy technology, and this is a way of logic that can distinguish between yes and no. So it, if something is uh, 75% yes, normal logic does fail, but uh, fuzzy logic does work. I see. So how, can you give me an example of how you've factored that into your system then in, in the clinical context? Uh, let's say if you have a patient with appendicitis, well, the doctor goes to the patient and the body temperature is 40 degrees Celsius and the doctor would not say, well, this means uh, this patient will definitely have appendicitis. But it gives him an idea that uh, a certain diagnosis becomes more likely. So how does the system work then at the nitty-gritty level? What, di- what data do you feed into it? We use data that we also use in our emergency department. So for, for a child coming uh, into our emergency department where the diagnosis is not clear at a glance, we use, for example, a blood count, we use dipstick analysis, we measure CRP C-reactive protein levels in the blood and then come to a diagnosis. So this laboratory plus uh, clinical um, examinations like pain, uh, pain location, fever are included into into this uh, diagnostic machine. But as you say, doctors are taking most of those measurements when a child comes into the emergency room anyway. So what's the additional use of having a computerized diagnostic system? It's two things. Uh, First, 
the doctor comes to a diagnostic conclusion and he will not get a feedback whether or not this diagnosis is, uh, is, uh, is good or not. And this machine does give a feedback. So if I'm the doctor and I come to the diagnosis, this child uh, must have appendicitis. Uh, and then it might be that surgery will be performed. Um, in a clinical setting, it would be perfect if every diagnosis would be controlled by a second or even third or fourth doctor, especially if I'm a young doctor. So what this machine adds is first a feedback comparing your diagnostic suggestion with a computerized diagnostic suggestion. Second um, is that if you enter the values and as a doctor, you might get alternative diagnostic suggestions. And how well does it work then? You've trialled it out. Yes, we've tried the system and uh, currently it's uh, that about uh, 85 to 98% of the diagnostic suggestions are correct. But, I mean, that sounds quite impressive. Is it useful at that level of accuracy? Uh, yes and no. Uh, so it's still a young system and it's, I would, it's not finished yet. So currently, if we use it, it's good to have diagnostic suggestions. But, for example, the data entrance, which is one to two minutes, is still too much. And many doctors fear additional workload and do not like entering additional data. And let me ask you, as an aside, why did you choose the paediatric emergency department as a trial location for this method? Because you could have used it anywhere, I suppose. Right. Well, first, I'm a pediatrician. And second is, uh, in the area of the emergency department where doctors have to decide very quickly, have to work very quickly, um, mistakes do more easily happen than, for example, in the radiology or in the pathology department. And could you generalise this to other departments of the hospital, other clinical settings? Definitely. This is only the first pilot study. I think this method, this idea, would be ideal in many fields. For example, in the field of uh, rare disease, which are often overseen, this would be, from my point of view, a good place for diagnostic support. Are you, um, are you putting doctors out of their jobs here? <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not. Um, the diagnosis will always be in the hands of doctors, but I want support for the doctors. I'm a doctor, and in many situations, I like to, to be supported, and I want all my colleagues around the world to be supported using computers. We're using computers everywhere day to day, and it's um, ridiculous not to use computers um, in medicine to support ourselves. Mm. Currently, the system uses blood and urine tests results, right, to come up with a diagnosis. Right. Do you think some other methods or other types of input might be possible in future? Right. This is an important question. We currently work on two projects where we only use questions to the parents or to the patients directly to make a diagnosis, uh, to give a diagnostic support. And finally, when you piloted this study, how did patients feel about their diagnosis being partly computer-based? Did they trust it? 
Yeah, I was. I must admit, I was a bit afraid asking patients about this project, about their ideas, and in the end, I was very, very happy because the patients have strong, positive feelings about this idea of supporting the diagnosis. Patients know these days that doctors can can fail. We are all humans, and to support the diagnostic quality is uh, strongly supported by all patients, all parents I've met. That was Lorenz Griegel in Hanover. Lorenz's article is online at nature.com slash PR. The podcast will return in a couple of months' time with more highlights from the journal. For now, from me, Kerry Smith, goodbye and thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.